you can the purpose of your meditation. What you're seeking to realize in this very session and let it become or let it stir a strong determination within you as to your goal for this very meditation session. Let this strong determination bring everything in line. Let it make the body be the conducive to meditation. Let it make the breath conducive to meditation. Let it bring the mind into a conducive state for meditation. Once the determination is there, holding on to it, thinking about making the body conducive to meditation, you make whatever necessary adjustments you need to make sure the body is comfortable, to make sure that there is firmness and stability in the posture of the body. And systematically go through the various parts of the body check the legs, check the hands, check the elbows, the shoulders, the back, head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, eyes. Each part you check, you make sure that it's comfortable, that there is stability, and also that you are not consciously holding that part of the posture in place. And you start to feel or experience a sense of ease, a sense of calmness in the body itself. And that's your indicator to move on to the next phase. Just bring your attention to the breath, observing the breath. As you breathe out, know you are breathing out. As you breathe in, know you are breathing in. And that's all you need to do. You don't have to force the mind to focus on the breath. You don't have to control the inhalation nor the exhalations. You don't need to do anything about distractions if there are any. Your only concern is are you aware of the breath? As you breathe out, do you know that you are breathing out? As you breathe in, do you know that you are breathing in? so you can be more comfortable make the adjustments staying as aware of the breath as you can 
while you make the adjustments.
front of you at about an arm's length distance at the level of your eyebrows thinking that the very means to help you achieve your goal the very embodiment of what you are aspiring to achieve has taken form to help you to guide you a form made of light a form just for you to see it inspires you
this intelligent regret, take refuge again, seeking strength, so you can, so you can restrain in the future.
aspiring to achieve, let go of the obstacles that you've encountered, and ask the teacher above your head for blessings, and see yourself receiving these blessings in the form of a liquid nectar, like liquid light, filling you, removing your obstacles, filling you with the realizations you seek.
still on uh, meditating on bodhicitta. The how would you define it in your own words? I'll make it as long as you can. <laughs> that very strong determination, passionate determination to perfect all the path in order to be of true benefit to others. Now that's a, a very long-winded way of uh, defining bodhicitta. So you want to bring yourself to that to that uh, to that state, and uh, we've been sort of uh, going over or going through the meditation of the uh, where Jason Kappa combined what are called uh, two two different two main lineages to develop bodhicitta. Okay. Now, the, in, as far as practical aspect is concerned, uh, you may be doing this meditation for a while. If you do not make a connection with sentient being as being people that you know, if you don't, if if you don't feel a sense of uh, a visceral sense of my family is 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 in there, my friends are in there, my my uh, uh, my fellow countrymen or, or my pet, my if you don't if you don't make a connection with all sentient beings as being very some people who, as being uh, people or beings that you have, you have you have a strong, uh, strong connection with, then the meditation will remain an abstract. You, when you, you will get to the very last point and you're thinking about, I should become a Buddha for, for the sake of all sentient beings, and Buddhahood is an abstract, reaching it is an abstract, and all sentient beings is an abstract. And the, the danger of, the, uh, of all these remaining as a mere abstract, then it doesn't really motivate your action. It doesn't really make you do those things which will actually get you to Buddhahood. You may uh, uh, you may have a, what you might call a general sense of a, of, a, of a control, if you want, of your behavior. You may have a general sense of morality. Uh, but when the time comes for you, when your morality is truly being tested, you will not know what to do. Because the bodhicitta is not is not real for you. It's just an abstract. You are able to probably to to give the definition that is found in Abhisamaya You might be able to give the definition that is found in in uh, Jason Kappa's uh, most trusted disciples commentary on the Abhisamaya You may be able to tell you know you may be able to quote all the different things, all those classic things concerning bodhicitta. But it's but because you don't you, you don't think of when you say sentient being, it's not immediately for you a sense of of uh, uh, referring to actual people, referring to actual beings, referring to uh, 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 not only actual beings but also beings that you have a, an, an intimate connection with. Okay. So to help m- not uh, to uh, to help uh, not end up with just being a mere abstract. So when you're saying all sentient beings, or when you when you're doing the meditation, and you're supposed to be thinking uh, th- like the first first meditation, for example, uh, where you where you are uh, thinking about uh, trying to get up get into a conviction that all beings are your mother. You 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 can you can in that meditation uh, think of actual people that you know who are not well uh, not just your mother but other people. You can think of, of your friends. You can think of uh, 
of uh, uh, of even other species of uh, of beings, like uh, especially those that you don't feel too um, too comfortable with. Okay, mosquitoes if you don't like them, roaches if you don't like them. So you have to you have to you have to think of them also. Yeah, they are they are my mother, or they. Uh, to think that they were my mother, sort of like uh, put, put, put them at a distance. Or yeah, they were my mother, they're not my mother now, so I don't have to deal with them that way. But if you, really, if you think of them more in a sense of they are my mothers, then it will, it, it will start to uh, trigger a way of thinking about them, a way of referencing them, so that in certain situations, Instead of reacting in a way that is destructive to yourself, or a way that is that is uh, uh, that just perpetuates uh, d- destructive emotions, kleshas, but you you find yourself actually trying to counter. Either you're fighting those, you find yourself fighting them if that's what's naturally coming up, or you may find yourself thinking about them in a different way. You will find yourself uh, instinctively trying to react in a compassionate way instead. Okay, but it all comes from just thinking, having having those thoughts run in your mind, and to help the meditation itself, to empower the meditation. When you're not sitting down to meditate, when you encounter someone, every once in a while you you encounter a stranger. You no, know, just in your mind, think, oh, this is my mother, this is my mother, this is my mother. Yes. I'm glad that is, is actually His Holiness uh, uh, in one of his public talks recently uh, pointed to that. Uh, he said the main thing is to you want to regard others in a way that you regard someone who is very dear to you. Since classically speaking, mother, the mother-child relationship is the what is considered to be the ideal. That's why it is used as the example. So you can also think of uh, think of someone who's a very dear friend to you. And how you feel toward them, how you uh, c- consider them, or your child, then you can then you try to think of all beings as being that, and you can think of uh, uh, my child or my best friend. Okay, you can think of the all them that way. Okay. So you have to do this outside of the meditation to make to help the meditation be as powerful as it can be, where it's not it doesn't just remain something in the, in, in the you know in the atmosphere in the What's the highest one? The stratosphere, something like that, exosphere. <laughs> the way out there, kind of, kind of, kind of uh, out there, when you're just about to touch space. <laughs> okay, so you don't want it to be just remaining out there and, and not really touch you. And when you when you are in a situation where, as far as the meditation is concerned, this is what this is as far as the ideal of the meditation is concerned the behavior that would be expected of, of, of such an ideal, you don't, you don't find yourself naturally falling into that. Or you don't find yourself thinking along that way, at least. Of course, in the beginning, you're not going to find yourself comp- you know, just immediately acting. But you go, you go, at least it should stir some thoughts in your mind. Okay. So it, 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 the, best, the best way to help is to 
in when you're not sitting down formally meditating. When you uh, encounter every once in a while, when you encounter a stranger, you think of my mother. You, you have to say this is my mother. You have to, don't say my. This, maybe this maybe this this being was once my mother. If of course if it's difficult for you to if it's the, if the person that you're dealing with is someone is very difficult for you to deal with and it will be difficult for you to make that for you to see them in in that way then you can maybe you can say you can, maybe then you can say maybe this being was was my mother maybe this being was once a best friend okay maybe you can put the maybe in there but you don't want to stick with just a maybe you want to eventually want to want to say this is my mother and just by repeating these as words in your mind every once in a while eventually you will, it will be very comfortable when when you say uh, when you think of, of, of uh, when you're watching the news for example and you hear uh, such and such a person or such and such a, a people somewhere are experiencing this hardship and you immediately feel towards them as if your actual mother, your actual best friend or your actual child is that's who is involved in that, in that difficult situation and you feel a need to do something about it okay, that's when you know that your meditation is working now the the, the, the thing where you may have already have had this kind of a feeling, uh, reaction towards seeing something like that but because you find yourself not being able to do anything at that moment what can you do? You, can't, you cannot suddenly appear over there. You cannot you know, uh, go and then wipe, you know, wipe the problem clean. And so that sense of, of, of uh, helplessness may make you think that, oh, there isn't, an, and then it might, you might feel uncomfortable feeling that sense of helplessness. You might, uh, be, it might be quick for you to say, I am feeling helpless because of this dawn emotion of compassion. If I didn't have this emotional compassion I wouldn't be feeling this awful feeling that I'm feeling right now so you might want to not want to feel this compassion anymore it's, it's natural for you to uh, for you to feel that way it's natural for you to to, to have this reaction so what, the way you want to re- to, to uh, retrain your, your, your reaction is to think is to come up with the very last phase of the bodhicitta meditation because of this I need to develop I need to become a Buddha okay. so you feel your sense of helplessness right now and you feel like you do you not have the, the means to help so you say, then you, instead you should make it in, in, uh, inspire you to say I need this is why I need to be a Buddha if I was a Buddha I would know what to do if I was a Buddha I would, I would know exactly how to, how to go over there and I would make myself go over there if I was a Buddha so you make those things make you come up with that conclusion rather than oh this feeling is awful it's because of uh, 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 and you might even try to not feel the compassion try to and and, and if you're successful at it if you're I mean at trying to block the compassion when you feel it and you and you make it an, uh, uh, into an exercise eventually you might even become uh, what's that word you when someone is yeah where you just go through life and you could do, you could see the most horrible thing and and you just, you have this block where it doesn't it doesn't e- evoke compassion within you and af- and then and if you find yourself that way and that will become a problem and you might think to yourself well, I'm an animal I'm a monster why is it I come I'm seeing these things and, and no compassion is coming out of it, out of me well because you blocked it because of the of the experience you had before okay so 
whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're going through, somehow be skillful at making, making it make you draw the conclusion, this is why I need to become a Buddha. This is why I need to become a Buddha. I must become a Buddha. Okay. Right, so... So the meditation that you're gonna, uh, we're gonna do the, we're gonna do the meditation from all the steps. But this time, instead of uh, having the meditation leave you in some sort of uh, just in the, in the in the sphere of abstractions, make it very personal. Okay, you have to become a Buddha because of your child. You have to become a Buddha because of your mother. You have to become a Buddha because of your friends. You have to become a Buddha, and then. Let all sentient beings be for you as intimate as your child, as your very close person, so that later on, after after some uh, after familiarity, when you say all sentient beings, it is for you the same feeling, the same sentiment as you say my child. Uh, the and there are, so, there are many approaches where you can do this where. Uh, one approach is to take the directions if that's what's good for you, or you can expand your 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 circumference. Is it circumference? Not circumference. Your sphere of, of, of influence. Okay. So you start with someone who's very close to you, and then you expand it, expand it, expand it. But think, as you're expanding it, you want the same feeling that you're feeling for that one person. As you expand it, you feel it for the other. So begin with those who are close to you, those who that uh, those. Uh, with whom that you can expand to a certain degree and then you still feel that uh, feeling of closeness and hold on to that feeling of closeness and continue to expand it until you get to, to all sentient being and then you have that same feeling of closeness so you can ex- or go that way or if you want you can go in, in terms of direction so after you've done all, all those that you are close to then you, then you try to take all the ones in the, in the east all the ones in the west all the ones in the south all the ones in you know everywhere Okay, and then you, once, once there are no more directions, you've covered everything. Then you want to feel the same feeling as you had for your for that for that very close person. Okay, and then you want to end up with this: I need to become a Buddha for their for their sake. Yeah. Right? Okay, so let's get ready for meditation. sure your posture will be conducive to meditation by making sure that it's comfortable, that there is stability in the posture.
you can have a clear recollection of this sense of ease, the sense of tranquility that you felt before the talk, that vivid memory may infuse your present state and quickly bring you closer to that state where your body was comfortable, stable, your breath was calm, your mind was calm.
attention to your breath. And dedicate the merits of this meditation to the achievement of your ultimate goal. Exciting, I hear. <laughs> okay, so, anyone?